morning, Prophet. Good morning. Praise God. All right. Father, we thank you. We praise you today in the name of Jesus for every person under the sound of our voice today. Touch your people. Heal your people. In the name of Jesus, let that healing anointing just flow upon each person who are expecting you, who are expecting to be healed. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Prophet, let's go to the book of Romans chapter 8 and verse 11. Romans chapter 8 and verse 11. And this is King James Version. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. I want you to pay attention to words here this morning, as always. Prophet, look at what it says. That same spirit that raised Jesus up from the dead shall mm-hmm. also quicken what? Our mortal, our mortal bodies. Amen. He's going to raise you up from that sickness and disease. How many of y'all believe him today? Amen. I'm telling you, this is powerful. Let's look at it again. But if the spirit from that raised up Jesus from the dead dwelleth in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. Notice that if was there again. Yes. Yeah. He's going to quicken. What does quicken mean? Make alive. Yes. He's going to make alive your body. How does he do it? By his spirit. One scripture says, uh, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit said the Lord. Now, in John chapter 63, and I believe it's verse 3, Jesus said, it's the spirit that quickeneth. He's going to raise you up by his spirit. That same spirit that raised up uh, 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 Jesus from the dead shall also quicken our mortal bodies. So Jesus said, uh, it's the spirit that quicken it. The flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, my mind, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, here we go, and they are life. Prophet, it sounds like to me, He's saying his word can keep you alive. Yes, it is. But there's a qualifier there also, Apostle. Tell us about it. 
Well, we have to go up a couple of verses to get a full understanding of it. Because you pointed out that word, if. He said, yeah. if the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. That's a clear indication. That's a possibility that it does not dwell in us. Right? Yes. He said, Hello. if if the spirit dwells. So let's let's go up a couple of verses. I want to start at verse 8. So then they that are in the flesh, pay close attention to these words, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. Mm-hmm. Verse 9. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If, there's that word if again, if so be that the spirit of God dwells in you. You see it? If the spirit of God dwells in you, now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. See, that's big right there. Yes. That's big. Verse 10 says, and if, there's an if again, if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of what? Righteousness. Yes. You see, so that's how verse 11 is is like, it's like almost like uh, dependent on those, those earlier verses. It's supported by it, really. He says, but if, if the spirit of him that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, here's what's going to happen. He'll also quicken you. Yes. See, so, but if we choose, he, so he says, like in verse 8, if you are in the flesh, you can't please me. You see, so if the spirit uh, is in you, you know, that spirit dwell in you, you know, then that spirit is, is what's going to do the work. The spirit of God is what's going to do the work. So we have to make sure what is that talking about? That's talking about receiving him as your Lord and Savior. That's making right. sure that you're born again. Because mm-hmm. the Bible says when we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, then he comes in. He takes up residency in our body. He lives in us. Yes. He lives in us. So that's the first step. That's what all those if, if, if. There's an if in verse, in verse 9. There's an if in verse 10. There's an if in verse 11. So he's referring to what we must do, as I always share when I'm speaking and teaching the word of God, the word of God is, is like a big chess game, like a big checker game, board game. We, you know, we have a move and then he has a move. We yeah. make a move and, and then God makes a move. And so he's pointing out to you right now, have you made your move? Because if you make your move, I will make my move. And what is your move, child of God, listening to us out there? You must first receive him as your Lord and Savior. The Bible says in Romans, you know, I'll, you know why. He said, call on me and I'll answer you. He said, uh, every person that call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is how salvation comes. If you receive my son as your yeah. Lord and your Savior, he will come in and he will stop and he will live with you. That's salvation right there. So that's our move. This is how we make sure 
that verse 11 is at least available to us to operate in our lives. And what does it say? If Christ, if the spirit of him that raised Jesus. So what is he saying? That was the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. And he's saying that same spirit that raised him from the dead, it will also quicken you. It will quicken you, child of God. It will quicken whatever you need quickened. It will cause your bodies to be healed. It will raise you from the sickness yes. and disease. But, but if we're not his child, and, and that's a big deal right there, we cannot just call on him when we need healing or when we're mm. in trouble. That's why he says, so then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. We got to right. make sure that we are in the spirit all the time. We live in the spirit. We walk in the spirit. Those of us who are born again, we don't walk after the flesh. And verse 12 goes on to say that. Therefore, brethren, we who are debtors, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if we yeah. do the spirit, do mortify the deeds of the body, we shall live. See, what is that? That's saying we have to make sure we're living according to the flesh all the time. And that verse 11 will operate in our lives. You see it? We have something to do first. So I like that, Apostle, the way you pointed out that word, if. It goes a long way. Because all yes, through so. here, verse 9, he's saying if. Verse 10, he's saying if. Verse 11, he's saying if. You see it? So we have That's something right. to do to make sure that we are in compliance with the word of God. Are you, have you done that today, child of God, listening to us this morning? We pray that you have just, and if you haven't, we can stop right now before we finish this message and make sure that, or even at the end of this message, if you find that you're not sure if you've gotten saved, we can take care of that today. Praise Jesus. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. I don't remember it off the top of my head right now, but right here in this eighth chapter of Romans, it says, yes. uh, I think you alluded to it. You said it. For you are not, for we are not in the flesh, mm -hmm. but in the spirit. Yeah, so that's right. That's what he said. For yeah. you are not. In the flesh, you're born again. Yes, you are not in the flesh, but you are in the spirit. Now, again, that's verse nine, Apostle. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that Christ dwells in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is not of his. You see it? That's so that's verse that's verse nine. But if you are not in the he said, you are not, listen, you are not in the flesh. If you're born again, you're not in the flesh. That's right. You, you're in the spirit. And then he says, if Christ dwells in you, you see, that's the qualifier right there. He says, yeah. you are not in the flesh, but you are in the spirit. And then he makes sure this is the qualifier. If you are what? in the, If the spirit of God dwells in you. That's right. You see, here's what I'm looking at here. For you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Okay, well, how is that? 
2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. Write that down. Therefore, if any man, mean woman to any person, be in Christ. Before you got born again, you, you received Jesus as your Savior and Lord, you were not in Christ. You know how you, maybe you even say it, or you hear people say all the time, well, we all are children of God. No, we're not. No. We are not all children of God. If we were all children of God, there was no need for God to send Jesus to come and die for us. If we all are children of God, there would be no need for that. Now, Jesus said it this way. Jesus said he didn't come to save the faith. He came to save the lost. Well, that right there in itself tell you somebody was lost. See? Now, for, therefore, if any man be in Christ, again, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17, he is, she is a new creature. All things are what? Passed away. They are done away with. Folks, something has changed. And all things are become what? New. So you are not in the flesh. You are not walking after your flesh. You are not living by the dictates of your flesh. But in the spirit. And if you are in the spirit, walk in it. Live in it. Yes, you can. Uh, uh, Prophet, let's pull up the scripture. Second, okay. I'm, I'm saying second, is uh, John chapter 15. St. John 15. Write it down, guys. St. John chapter 15. And let's pick it up in verse 5, and we'll read on down from 5 to 7. John 15, starting at verse 5, says, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, mm. the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Verse 6. If a man abideth not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. Verse 7. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. How far do you go? Verse 8. How far are we going down? This is good. Right here. Verse 7. Okay. Now pay attention to words. If ye abide, that that ye is you. Oh, I say it this way. If Susan abide in him, if Tom, Mm -hmm. if Mike abide in him, Mm -hmm. 
and his word, and my words abide in you. Folks, I'd like to read that verse in the CEV, Apostle. Verse 7. Verse 7 in the CEV. That's the contemporary uh, version of the Bible. It says, in the CEV, it says, verse 7 says, stay joined to me and let my teachings become part of you. Then you can pray for whatever you want and your Uh prayers will be answered. Did y'all get that? Will you do that again? Verse 7, in the King James, it says, if you abide in me. But in the CEV, it says, here's what that means. Stay joined to me and let my teachings become a part of you. Then you can pray for what, then you can pray for whatever you want and your prayer will be answered. Let his word become a part of you. This is what we are telling you. When we say get the word in your spirit, let the word of God become a part of you. Mm. Get it in your mouth. That's how you get it in your heart. You speak it in there. But you see that qualifier? Then. You see that's the bridge. So he says, stay joined to me and let my teachings become part of you. Now here's the bridge. Then. Then you can pray for whatever you want. Come and on. Your prayers will, and your prayers will be answered. That word then. That word then. Let me show you that word again. You know, when you go over to um, to Psalms, in the book of Psalms, in Psalms 91, we pray Psalms 91 all the time. And so oftentimes we don't pay attention to words. But we read over them, and and we don't get the full meaning. But see, when you pray Psalms 91 in the Amplified, I want you to just listen to the first four verses here. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty, whose power no foe can withstand. Verse 2, I will say of the Lord... He is my refuge and my fortress, my God. On him I lean and rely, and in him I confidently trust. Now pay attention to the next two verses, verses 3 and 4. For then, and it's in parentheses, then is in parentheses, for then he will deliver me from the snares of the fowls and from the deadly pestilence. Did you catch that? Verse 4 says, for then he will cover me with his pinions, and under his wings shall I trust and find refuge. His truth and his faithfulness are be my shield and buckler. What is all of that saying? See those first two verses? We, If I dwell, you know, he who dwells, we, we say I'm dwelling in the secret place. You say that all the time. I'm dwelling mm-hmm. in the secret place of the Most High. I'm remaining stable and fixed under the shadows of the Almighty, whose power is no folk can withstand. I say of the Lord, he is my refuge, he is my fortress, he is my God. On him I lean and rely. And here's the qualifier. For then he will deliver you. You see, after you have dwelled, you must dwell in that place. You must stay fixed under the shadow of the Almighty. You must say of the Lord, 
he is your refuge. You must say that he is your God. You must say that on him, you lean and rely. Because if you do that, see verse three says, now for then he will deliver you. <laughs> Are you listening to me? That bridge is right there. For then, if you have said it, if you stay there, if you confess that, you made that confession, you live that way, you know, I'm dwelling in the secret place. I'm making sure I'm remaining stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty. I'm making sure I say of the Lord. I'm making sure I say he is my refuge. I'm making sure that he is my fortress. He is my God on him. I lean and rely. He said, well, then you do that and then I'll deliver you. Oh, guys, you got to get that. Yeah. That's what that means. He said, then I'll cover you with my feathers. Then you'll be under my wings. Then, come on, are you listening? I wanted to show you that bridge there. It's throughout the Bible. Well, many times we read over it and we don't get the full understanding of what's going on. But God is God. <laughs> and his word is forever settled. It doesn't change. No. And so that, that's why we say, you know, there's a big difference in just reading the scriptures and studying the scriptures. He told Timothy, study the word, study the word to make yourself approved unto God. Mm -hmm. A workman that need not be ashamed rightfully, right? Watch this, rightfully making sure you understand the word, rightfully dividing the truth, rightfully, uh, you know, um, Standing on what it's saying, not what it's not saying. That's right. Getting a revelation of God's word. Yes. And that word revelation is revealed knowledge, like you are getting today. Well, wait a minute. Well, now I understand. Now I see it. You follow what we're saying to you here? Mm -hmm. Brothers and sisters, let me tell you something. Jesus said long ago, by his stripes, you were healed. Another scripture says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. The scripture says, I am God, he said, and I change not. What he said long ago, it has not changed. It's just as good today as when he first said it. I'm God and I change not. Now, Jesus said, by his stripes, you were healed. Before you were sick, you were healed. Let's look at this. First Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 9. Now remember, that same spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead shall also quicken our mortal bodies, right? Yes. Now we look at First Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 9. To another, faith. By the same spirit to another, the gift of healing. By the same spirit to another, the gifts of what? Healing. Come on. By the same spirit to another, the workings of miracles. 
to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But all these work it that one and the self same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. Now, that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body, shall also quicken your mortal body. Watch this here. By that same spirit, you are healed. By that same spirit. The Bible says he cast out the spirit those demonic forces with his words. It's the spirit that quickened it. Lord, have mercy. Do y'all see this? It's the spirit that quickened it. The flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak, the words that I speak unto you, he said, they are what? They are spirit and they are life. That same spirit, no different. That same spirit, that God raised his son from the dead with that same spirit, not another one, not a different one, that same spirit is still making you whole today. Are you getting what I'm saying to you? That same one, folks. God is no respecter of person, but he is a respecter of faith. But the other, what do you mean by that? Uh huh. Folks, faith, it moves God. Whenever Jesus saw anybody exercising some faith, he was under divine orders to stop and help them. He's still under divine orders today. This is the reason why the enemy will fight you over your faith. Why? He knows if he leaves you alone with that faith, you're going to be healed. You're being healed. He knows if he leaves you alone. With the faith of God in you, uh, he knows your testimony will change. Folks, listen. You can't change your life until you change your words. You will not change what you are seeing. Until you change your words. God looked out there one day and he saw darkness. But he didn't speak darkness. He spoke into the darkness and called it light. I'll say that again. He spoke into the darkness and he called it light. What did he do? 
he changed what was into what he wanted. Yes. He spoke. The Bible says God waited for the spirit to move. And when the spirit moved, then God said. Then he what? Then he said. Oh, brothers and sisters, it brings you back to St. John. We read a moment ago, chapter 15 and verse 7. If you abide in me, Jesus said, and my words abide in you. Here it is. Then, and I'd like to add only then, you can ask what you will. Then, if the word of God is abiding, remaining, living in you, dwelling in you, you can ask what you will. Then you can ask, not before. Then you can ask. Do you see it? Then you can ask what you will, and look at what he said, and it. It what? What you will will be done for you by the Father in heaven. Come on now. You have to get somebody to, and pay them overtime to help you misunderstand that. That's as plain as it goes. If you abide in his word, get his word. Folks, listen. This is the reason why we put these teachings out there on the podcast for you. This is the reason why we do it. So you can go back and hear it again and again and again. What are we saying? Let the word of God abide in you. Romans 10 and 17, so then faith cometh. So then faith cometh. So then faith cometh. By what? By hearing. And look at what he says. And hearing by the word of God. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, if you live in me, how do you live in him? Live in his word. You see it? Now, we've been talking about the spirit of God today. That same spirit that quickened Jesus from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies from whatever sickness or disease that you have. The spirit of God radiating in you shall also quicken, bring you back to life. How many of y'all know sickness and disease is little pieces of death trying to take you out? But greater is he Did you hear me? Greater is he that is in you, glory to God, than he that is in the world. And let me say this to you right now. Listen, no matter where, what country you live in, no matter what country you live in, 
Let me tell you something. Some years ago, they had this singer. He sung the song, Santa Claus is coming to town. I want you to know that Jesus don't have to come to town. He's already here in town. What is he doing here? He come to quicken your mortal body. He come to raise you. He come to set you free, set captives free. Do you want to be made whole? Remember he asked that man that question? Amen. He did. Do you want to be made whole? Come on, prophet. My, my, my. Praise God. Yeah. You know, Apostle, as you were speaking, this was stirring in my spirit. We must remember to do our part. As is pointing out, pointed out in the scriptures today, you have to say, you have to make the confession that God is your fortress and your high tower. You have to Speak those words. You you must say that's what it this is what it means to stay connected, to stay in, as we saw in John fifteen and the C E V version of verse seven, stay joined to me and let my teachings become a part of you. Then you can pray for what you want and pray and then your prayers will be answered. You see, that's you must visit, you you have to take these teachings. And let them stay in you. So we, we must make the right confession as we go every single day. You can personalize, you know, when you speak and praise Psalms 91. Father, thank you. I, 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 I thank you that I am in the secret place of the Most High. I thank you that you are my fortress. You are my God. You are my Lord. You, you, you have to make the confession. I want to remind you, some of you have heard this before. Some of you may have not. But let me say this. The, you know, the gospel is called the great confession. Yeah. It's called the great confession. And that's because this is how you change your life, by changing your words. This is that's how right. you see the manifestation of what God has promised come alive in your life, you must speak it. And we must speak it daily. We must speak it re- regularly. We cannot say that I'm going to speak the word. Oh, I've said that scripture before. I, I've said John and 15 and 7 before. Well, say it again. Well, keep saying it. Do not go back to what you used to say. Woe is me and all of that. And what am I going to do and how am I going to make it and how is this going to happen? No, we don't speak like that anymore. We speak according to the word of God. Thank yes. you, Father. I praise you. You got to get up in the morning and praise God and glorify him and magnify him and lift him up and thank him for what he has done and what he is doing and what he will continue to do in your life. Speak that word into manifestation. Speak it until you see it. Just keep speaking it until you see it. Get up every morning. Father, I thank you that I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. I thank you, Father, I remain stable and fixed under the shadow of the Almighty. 
whose power is no folk can withstand. I say of the Lord, you are my refuge. You are my fortress. You are my God. And on you I lean and rely, and in you I confidently trust. But then yeah. you deliver me. Then yeah. um, the snares yeah. and the fowlers will not have a power over me. Then you cover me with your opinions and under mm-hmm. your wings. I trust and, 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 and your truth and your faithfulness are my shield and buckler. I say of the Lord, I'm not afraid of the terror of the night, nor of the arrow. Are you listening to me? I'm just going on and on. That's what you have to do. You can do the same thing. Take Psalms 91. Make it your own. Take everything you hear apostle sharing with you in John 15 and all those scriptures we share today and make them your own. You must release, when you, when you speak the word of God, you're releasing your faith in his word. That's right. You're showing God that I believe you. And so I'm going to release my faith and speak what you have said. That's what we have to do. That's what you and I have to do, child of God. This is how we become. This is how we overcome. This is how we are delivered. This is how we are healed and made whole. Because when we make our move, remember, this is a big chess game, and it's our move first. It's always your move first. God said, call on me. See, call on me, and I will what? I will answer you. He will answer your prayers. Call on him. Let him know that you are dwelling in his secret place. Let him know that he is your Lord. He is your God. Let him know that I'm trusting you. Come on. But I rely on you. I take your word, Father. I live in your word. I take your son as my Lord and my Savior. I thank you right now, Father. I believe that you raised him from the dead. And right now, I'm saved. You have to say that. You see, it's your move. Hello? It's your move. Mm. You must take your move, okay? And then watch him. He'll move. Because he said, I don't lie. I I am God, and I don't lie. He said, I, my word are one. My word will never pass away. Heaven and earth will, will remove and pass away before my word does. Mm-hmm. He, he's God like that. You can trust him. You can believe him. Amen? And Praise you will begin God. to see your body change over time. It's just going to change. One day you'll be looking for where the attacks were and where the, where the forces of hell was working you were, where these attacks on your body was manifesting all over the place, you'll wonder where they went. They can't stay when you call in the powers of God. They cannot stay. Amen? That's right. Folks, when you begin to abide, remain, stay in that word, the word, the Bible says, the word is quick, meaning it's alive, it's powerful, it's sharper than any two-edged sword, my, my, my. That word of God that's dwelling in you, that you that you're keeping going in you, that's living in you, that's it's active, it's alive. And see, the devil wants you to think nothing is happening. That's why the scripture says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7, for we walk by faith and not 
by sight. For we walk by what? Faith. We walk by the all-seeing eye of what? Faith. Yeah. And not by the five senses it's talking about. Sight is one of your five senses. But when you are in faith, you don't have five senses. You have an extra one. You have six. And the sixth one is faith. All the devil want to do is rob you of your faith. Because as I told you, if he can't get that faith out of you, your sickness is over. Your hard time is over. You know what I mean by hard time? Just waiting. Just waiting. Just hoping. Just hoping. You don't have to hope. Jesus did it already and announced it himself. By my stripes, you were healed. Faith is now. Faith is now. You are healed right now. The man came to Jesus. And say, well, Lord, if you can do anything. Jesus said, what? What you said? If I can do anything, if I can do anything. No, 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 no. Can you believe? If you can believe, not if I can do anything, if you can believe all things. Did y'all hear that? All things, not some things, all things are possible to him or her that what? Believe. How many him or her listening to us today? I don't care what country you live in. Let me tell you something. He's talking to you. Satan is not omnipresent. God is. He's, he's here in America or wherever, whatever country you live in. He's right there. Everything hinge on what can you believe. He said by his spirit, by spirit. Did you know faith is a spirit? Yes. Yes, ma'am, and yes, sir.